Hello everyone, you're very welcome back to Wedding Tip Wednesday. I am very excited about today's podcast because it's all about choosing the right wedding photographer for your special day. There are so many factors to consider before you book and very often couples book a photographer without doing any research at all. The last thing you want is to book someone who just doesn't suit your own photography style or you're left with images that you're just not happy with. So I hope you enjoy this one. So guys, this podcast is brought to you by Clarence and Clarence is actually the number one luxury skincare brand in Europe. They're a French family brand who are dedicated to beauty and they're experts in skincare and makeup. This is a story of a pioneering brand born in Paris in 1954 with a mission to make life more beautiful and pass on a more beautiful planet. Their products are inspired by the science of nature using over 250 natural plant extracts, each sourced with the utmost care for the environment to protect our planet's biodiversity. Guys, I literally use Clarence products all of the time to live beautifully for myself and for my brides. So I'm delighted to have them on board. Clarence have kindly given us a competition prize to give away at the end of all of my podcasts. It's my very favourite double serum and double serum eye. You just have to listen to the end of the episode to find out how to win. Thanks for joining me today, everyone. Um, but before I start with today's item, can I just tell you all my very own wedding book is almost ready. Um, yes, it's gone to the printers as we speak uh, and they're doing all the preparations to print it. Um, you know, this book has been a brainchild of mine for a good few years, but finding the time to write it was really difficult. But now it's done. <laughs> and every single piece of information that you could possibly need for your wedding is in there. From the time you get engaged right down till you do your first dance on the night of your wedding. I'll be putting it on pre-sale in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so stay tuned to my Instagram page, which is, of course, Jenny McCarthy 8, to find out what will be in there. Um, and look, can I just thank you all most sincerely for all of your support to date. Um, I just love what I do. Uh, and there's absolutely nothing that I don't know about weddings. Uh, and I'm beyond thrilled, to be honest, uh, to be helping you out in the lead up to your big day. So again, just watch this space, Jenny McCarthy 8, to find out when you can um, buy one on the pre-sale. So today's item is picking your photographer. Now, I know that some people might think, oh, sure, you just kind of pick your photographer and that's that. It's not that. There's so much to think about. Uh, before you pick your wedding photographer. Um, like it's one of the biggest decisions that you're going to make. Um, your photographs from your wedding are what you will remember your day by. Uh, like especially in a few years when you look back at them and you want to relive your, your entire day again. So picking the right photographer is absolutely essential. Like there's so many different parts to the day from getting ready on the morning to the ceremony to the drinks reception to family photos, to bridal party photos, and of course your couple photos, and then to having the entire day documented. Um, and of course, making sure that your photographer is very organized when it comes to timings. Like that is crucial. Um, you know, because when you think about your wedding day, like you think, oh God, we have all day. But actually, because there are so many different elements to the day, you'll often hear a couple saying, oh, should the day flew by and we, you know, can barely remember it. But if you're organised and you have your timings organised, um, you will remember it and you will enjoy remembering it as well. 
Um, so there's a few different uh, things to consider. So one of the one of the things, one of the main things really is their style, uh, their experience and their portfolio. Um, so you might like the wedding imagery that they put online because Instagram is amazing now and you get to see everybody's portfolio, but you get to see the very best of their portfolio. They're not going to put up the images they don't want you to see. Um, so, you know, you want to see a full wedding that they have photographed. If you like the look, you like the style of the imagery, you need to see, you know, a consistent uh, wedding. So I would always say to you, can you have a look at a wedding album? They will definitely have a wedding album done. Um, and this way you'll be able to tell, you know, what the consistency of their work is like. Um, this is another thing, you know, once you've kind of find, found the style and, and, you, and you sort of like the look of what they do, you need to really make sure you get on with them. Like you are going to spend the entire wedding day with them. And it's very important that you have a connect because if you don't have a connect with them, do not book them. Um, while you might think the style is amazing or she will just get over that bit, you won't be able to get over that bit if you don't have a connect. So that's absolutely essential. Um, the style. So there's a few different styles when it comes to wedding photography and you need to pick the style that's going to suit you. So and I can hear you thinking, what do you mean there's a style? There's so many different styles. Um, you know, you've got classic style, you've got reportage style and, you know, you've got documentary style. So what's classic style photography? Um, if they only do classic style photography, this style of photography can be quite formal. Uh, and everything um, is generally posed, formally posed, and you're looking into the camera for absolutely everything. And if this is for you, that's absolutely fine. Um, but do you want your whole day captured like that? There's very little, um, I mean, the, the classical style, and if they don't do anything else, you won't really get, you know, photographs of guests enjoying themselves when they don't know the camera's on them. So if that's your style, go for it. Um Reportage style. What's reportage style? Um, this style is quite informal where, you know, you'll get a photographer who's just kind of capturing people, enjoying themselves and laughing and they don't know the camera's on them. Um, the kind of, you know, fly on the wall images, which you probably do like the sound of. But do you want your whole day captured like that? Um, documentary style. Now, this is similar to reportage style, but documentary style is the whole shooting gallery. It's everything. You know, later on in the night, you could have somebody who's built a, a, a lucasade on their dress. That's going to be in your photos. So everything is documented. And your photographer, if they're a documentary style photographer, they're going to document the day as they see it. Um, so do you want that? So my suggestion is a mix between classical and reportage style. That's what I do. Um, I love nothing more than to capture images that are naturally unfolding, that moments that are naturally unfolding between the couple, um, stories that are naturally unfolding at the drinks reception. Uh, I love all of that. And that's a big part of the day. But you also, I'm sure, will want your family photographs taken. You know, if mum and dad are around, you might want to photograph with your mum. You might want to photograph with your dad, your mum and dad together. Then you want your siblings in with their partners and children and your and your new um, wife or husband. Uh, so you'll want a mix of all of that and also your bridal party photos where, you know, some will be into the camera, looking into the camera, some will be just kind of, you know, um, taken in a reportage style way. But definitely you're going to want, you know, photographs of family bridal party and some really nice um, 
couple shots of the two of you, like they're important too. And it's nice to kind of get those natural moments again, like I said earlier, you know, where you're just, you know, chatting and, you know, those lovely natural moments that are happening between the two of you. But there's also um, that kind of, you know, laying out the dress and making sure that the dress is stunning and you can see every inch of it. Uh, I don't know how many times I hear from couples who come into my studio with their babies who couldn't get me because I can only photograph one wedding a day. Um, and, oh, listen, I, I, I could write another book <laughs> on, you know, the amount of times I would get told, but sure, they didn't lay out my dress and my, you know, my sleeve was all down. You could see my bra strap or, you, you know, so you want to be able to see the dress. Like you, you, when you're going to your fittings in your bridal designer, they're going to lay out your dress and have it all beautiful. And you're going to want some photographs of it like that. Um, so my suggestion is, you know, pick somebody who does both. Um, you know, I mean, because that's that's really important to, to, to find the right photographer. You like their style and you get on with them. Uh, if you feel any way unsure about the photographer, um, if you get that little knot in your tummy and you're thinking, oh God, I don't know about this, don't book them. Or for any supplier, for that matter. Uh, if you're not sure, that just means it's a no. <laughs> um, and, you know, you found the one, you, you know, you need to ask them then, are they available on your wedding date? And if they are, great. Uh, also find, before you say yes uh, to it, Find testimonials for that particular photographer because that's important too. You want to hear how other people um, found their work on the day or them on the day. And there are always testimonials. Um, Google reviews are brilliant if you know anybody who has used them as well. Um, and then ask them what packages they offer. So I personally would always uh, start on a package where you know, I, from from the, the preparations on the morning when I arrive, um, you know, when they're all getting ready with hair and makeup. And I would stay right through until they're announced into the room that evening for their meal. Uh, and that's a digital package. So you get all your high resolution images. Um, and then, you know, if you decide that you want speeches and first dance covered, that's an extra cost because it's almost like a whole extra day because it's the difference between your photographer leaving at 5.30, 6 o'clock or leaving at 10 o'clock that evening. It's almost another extra day. So of course there's going to be an additional cost because it's not just the time that the photographer puts into that. It's all of the extra colour correcting and editing um, and those costs are quite high. So it there is a cost on that. And then, you know, you may want to add an album in, you know, so just find out what the costs are. Um, another thing to ask would be, are there any additional costs? So say, for example, you're getting married in Cork or Kerry or Galway and your photographer is Dublin based uh, or your photographer is Cork based and you're getting married in, you know, wherever, Kerry, Dublin. Um, just see if there's additional costs because if you really want that photographer to shoot your wedding and they have a three or four hour drive on the morning, they may decide the best thing to do is actually go down the evening before. Um, and then there's travel costs as well. You know, they, they have to add on travel costs. So just make sure you know all of the costs uh, that are involved. Uh, do they have somebody shooting with them? And if not, can they bring a second shooter if needs be? So this is this is actually a really um, important point. So for me, I would always have somebody with me um, shooting with me on the day, but not even just shooting with me on the day. 
I bring somebody with me um, and it's Amy at the moment and Amy is going to be off shooting weddings for me next year too. Um, so I would, and in before Amy, it would have been Barbara and I would have always had somebody with me, not even just to shoot, but to give me a hand on the day to uh, make sure that my equipment is where I need it to be, to make sure I, you know, I have my memory cards, my my different lenses that I need for a particular um you know, instance, like if it's family shots, I would use one lens. If it's bridal party, I use another and so on and so forth. So I would always bring somebody with me. But some couples might want two shooters on the day. So just um, check that out if that's something that you think you might want. And if you do want an, a second shooter, uh, your photographer may be just... Um, they may just work on their own and they may have to hire somebody. So that's an extra cost as well. Uh, it's not an extra cost with me because I just have somebody there, but just it, it generally is an extra cost. Uh, do they photograph the couple separately on the morning, the getting ready shots? If there is one photographer, this can be difficult. So just even from my point of view, you know, Amy would come with me in my car and we're together. So unless the couple are very near to each other on the morning, as in like a 10 minute drive, any more than a 10 minute drive from each other, I just say, look, it's too problematic because if they're a 20 minute drive away from each other, that's 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. And I do like to spend at least a half an hour with the groom. And when it comes to um, the times, it just doesn't work out because you're asking the groom to get ready too early on the morning. And, you know, it's just not possible. And then trying to get back to the bride and getting all the stuff that's going on back there. So generally what I would do um, in that instance and in every instance actually is arrive to the ceremony 30 minutes early so I can capture the groom and his team and his parents and capture guests arriving Um so yeah, so do they photograph the couple separately? I love it when the couple are beside each other. Like if they're going from a hotel, you know, one of them is in one room, the other's on the other side of the hotel in another room, or they could live beside each other. And I love when that happens because I love to be able to get both, but it's not always possible, you know. Um, and once you've kind of found them, recap on their packages and their contract conditions, including their cancellation policy. So you know, talk about things that, you know, might happen unexpectedly, like an illness. You know, we are only human. And I've said this before. I had Lisa Shannon, a makeup artist on here a few weeks ago. And I do have to say to couples, you know, I'm only human. Other photographers are human and things do happen. And touch wood over the years, um, I have been very lucky in that I've only had to take a little bit of time off and I had uh, an option for them. Um but just say, for, for example, your photographer breaks their arm or somebody gets really ill in their family. Um, you know, what is the policy around that? Do they have somebody else uh, who is as good a, as them or who has the same style as them that they can put forward to shoot your wedding for you? Because the last thing you want is to be looking for a photographer the day before your wedding or the day of your wedding, because that's very stressful. So just make sure that that's in their um, policy. For me, um, touch wood, everything is good. But if anything happened, I have Amy and I send Amy and she's, you know, exactly the same as me or I'd have somebody else. I've actually got three people that I could send, um, not just Amy. Um, so just talk about that. Um, but to be honest with you, very seldom um, do they cancel. It's it, it doesn't happen that often. But when it does happen, it's because something has happened. Um, now, if you cancel with them, here's the other thing. What are their terms and conditions and their payment expectations? Uh, you know, if you decide six weeks to go, oh, you know what? I don't actually want that photographer anymore. I found somebody else that I like. 
that's not fair. <laughs> first of all, you know, and I'm sure if you felt like that, your original photographer is not going to want to shoot your wedding anymore anyway. But that's not fair. So six weeks to go, that photographer is highly unlikely to get another wedding on that day. So, um, you know, just to, to find out what their payment expectations are if you cancel at short notice. Now, I over the years, I've had uh, weddings that have cancelled. Now, it doesn't happen very often, thank God. But, you know, they've cancelled with very short notice because somebody in the family has been ill. And on one or two occasions, it's because the couple just, you know, did decided that it was they were, they were doing the wrong thing. Um, and I would deal with that very differently then. But, you know, just just make sure that you know what their payment expectations are if you cancel them. Uh, you know, because like I, I was down at a, a wedding showcase the other day in Tankardstown House and I met so many beautiful, beautiful couples and families and parents and, um, you know, and, and, and they were all absolutely lovely. And I spoke to a good few brides and there were a couple of brides who had already booked their photographer. And this is the thing, you know, they'd booked the photographer and they don't really know a huge amount about the photographer. It was just because somebody said, oh, that photographer is good. And they went off and they and they booked them. I'm sure the photographer is good. But just going back to my first point, you've got to be really, really, really sure that that photographer um, is you. Um, one of the other um, things I should say to you is ask how long afterwards, after the wedding, will you be waiting to see your photographs? Uh, and how are you going to view them? So for me, it's generally like after, like last year was mental busy because we had all those rescheduled weddings from the year before. Uh, so people were waiting up to 16 weeks to see their photographs. And that's not unrealistic anyhow. You know, you can expect to to have that amount of time in between the time you get married and seeing your photographs. Um, I'm trying at the moment to make sure that they're seeing them sort of between 10 and 12 weeks because that's my usual. Uh, so just find that out. Um, you know, I've heard of a few videographers and a few photographers who have been leaving couples waiting way too long. And that's not fair either. So just make sure you know that uh, in advance. And then you, you sort of think, oh, I'm going to see them in 16 weeks. And if you see them before 16 weeks, that's a bonus. But it's nice to have like a time um, time kind of factor uh, in your head. Uh, this is also kind of important. You know, what about the couple sharing the professional images on their social media and what factors do they need to consider? Well, you know, if my couples are sharing uh, my images on their social media, I would always say to them, look, all I'm looking for in advance um, or, or when you do it rather is to tag me uh, and and just, you know, photo by Jenny McCarthy. Uh, that's all I ask for, just so that anyone who's looking knows who took the picture. And I think it's manners, just you're putting somebody else's work up on your social media and it's their work. You know, they captured your day. They did a lot of work in the editing and the colour correcting. And it is just manners to give them um, a little tag on. And if you want to say something nice, even better, but just tag them anyway, you know. Um, the other thing is, you know, what if the couple want to share their professional images with all of the suppliers? So when you think about your photographer, your photographer is there to document everything on your wedding day from you and your dress to the lads in the suits, to the flowers, to the cake, to everything that happens on your wedding day gets photographed. So there are so many suppliers who would love those photographs and that's fine. Um, but just explain to the supplier what the kind of rule is, you know, that if, if you're going to share those professional images with your suppliers, 
they need to tag your photographer too. And again, like in fairness, that's it's only manners, you know. Um, so I put out a little uh, question on Instagram just asking you guys if you had any questions at all about a photographer. And I've had uh, lots sent in. So I'm just going to read out, going to finish off this now by reading out some of your questions. Jenny, this is from Trace. Um, what are your thoughts on first look shoots and having the pictures done before the ceremony? So listen, when this happens, I there's there's one element that I love about it. And I love the fact that you're going to get them having a little first look. You know, sometimes it can get a little emotional. You can get so many beautiful images of the couple seeing each other for the first time. Um, and then if you're doing sort of family photos and bridal party photos before the ceremony, it's brilliant. Uh, and it takes huge pressure off the photographer afterwards. However, <laughs> I am a little bit old fashioned when it comes to the two of them seeing each other, you know, when the aisle uh, happens, you know, the walk up the aisle. And I do love that little look at the top of the aisle and that anticipation, you know, say if you have a groom standing at the top of the aisle and he's just that that whole feeling that he's gone through when the music goes on, he knows this is it. This is the music we picked for the walk up the aisle. And I do love that as well. So I suppose I do love the first look and I do love the pressure that it takes off me later on. But if 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 it was up to me, I'd say, Ugh, do it the other way, you know. Um, but that's completely up to you guys. And it and again, if you do it the other way where you have the first look and you get some family photographs taken before the ceremony, you're giving yourself loads of time then to enjoy your drinks reception afterwards and spend time with your guests. So it's up to you. Uh, is having a second photographer a good idea? So I've just, yeah, you know, uh, Maria, yes, it is. It is a good idea um, because most photographers work on their own. So it is a good idea if you can afford it, because generally it's probably about 600, 800 euro extra to have a second photographer on the day. Jenny, we have two little girls. Any special photo ideas we could get them get with them. Ah, look, it's, I love to see the kids on the day. Um, and especially when they're belonging to the, the couple. Uh, yeah, you know, have them getting ready on the morning with the bride. That's always lovely. What I would always say is, uh, and when to dress them, I get asked that all the time. So that's not a photography question, but just when to dress them at the last minute, because they're dying to get into their princess dresses on the day. And there's some lovely photographs with the dress going over their head and the bow being tied at the back. And I love all that. Um, and when they're in their dresses, then they can be in the room um, with mum when she's getting into her dress. And that's very, very special. And of course, you know, you want to get some family photographs of the two of them uh, later on. So my my tip on that is to get those as early as you can. Even like the other day, uh, we had two boys um, and two little boys uh, belonging to the bride and groom. And, you know, one of them, you know, start crying before the, the ceremony happened and he couldn't go into the ceremony. And Auntie Pauline had to mind him outside. <laughs> Pauline was a legend um, on the day. She was just brilliant at minding the two of them. So they got tired. So try and kind of, you know, if they have a nap on the morning, make sure they still have their routine as much as possible because they get very overwhelmed. But get those little family photographs with them as soon as you can and get down to their level, you know. And I mean, I know you have a wedding dress on, but you're a mummy as well. Get down to their level and just kind of have little moments with them and just let your photographer snap away. Um, 
is, as we're getting a second photographer, there's that question again. What information will the photographer want before the big day? So here's the thing. Um, and I'm going to finish on this one because there's so many questions about photography. Uh, what quest, What? What? What to give him? Tell him who everybody is. So I would always have a booking form. And on your booking form, you fill in, you know, who the parents are, who your siblings are. And that's really all I, I ask where the ceremony is. Um, and what are the contact details for the bride and groom? And then before the wedding, I would always have a, a, a Zoom meeting with them. And, uh, you know, I have the basics, you know, who who everyone is. So your mom uh, or Joe and Marion, you know, your brothers are um, Jackie or your brothers are Jackie. I hope you're well, you're, there is a there is a Jackie. <laughs> you can use Jackie for males. But, you know, if your brothers are Paul and Stephen, do they have partners? Do they have children? You know, you want to know all of that because you want to know who those key people are on the day. So your photographer needs to know who the families are, who the bridal party are, um, and if there's anywhere in particular you want to have photographs taken at the wedding venue, that's really important too because even though they know the venue and hopefully they do know the venue, that's another question you need to ask them. Have you worked at this venue before? And if they're familiar with it, then they'll know um, all the lovely um zing areas I call them all those little areas that you can go and have gorgeous shots taken in but if there's any other photographs that you've seen on the day or sorry previously to your day uh, taken at that uh, wedding venue say to your photographer I love to hear uh, you know any sort of hear about any inspirational images that the couple have and that they would love to kind of have repeated so yeah um, definitely give them all the information about who's who and timings as well. You want to have loads of time to get into your dress in the morning and you also want to have a good 20 minutes after you're in your dress so that you can get those lovely portrait shots taken of you uh, before your photographer has to head off to the ceremony. And that's it for today and I will see you back here again next week. Well, I hope you took lots of notes there on booking your wedding photographer. And remember, if you have any questions for me, any questions at all, just send me a DM on my Instagram page. Now, it's competition time, everyone. How about a double serum and a double serum eye from Clarence? Simply comment on the post on my Instagram page, Jenny McCarthy 8 and tag someone you know who's getting married. And I will announce the winner on Instagram next Wednesday. Chat to you all again next week. Oh,